This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. He's a dynamic character. Can throw better than 100 miles per hour. In his first start of the year, in his last inning, he was throwing 101. How about a punch out to make him feel a little bit better about this rocky start to the ballgame? 2-2 pitch home to hold. And a cold strike three. Wow. Seven strikeouts for Shohei Otani tonight. What a bounce back. 0-1 pitch is rocked into right field. That's damage. It's going to score Iglesias. They're going to try it with Fletcher as well. No play at the plate. And two of those runs come right back. <laughs> oh, wow. Every time you think of Shohei Otani, you do have to think about Babe Ruth, how hard he hits a baseball. This is a four-seam fastball upstairs. How quick are those hands to turn on that one pitch out of the strike zone? It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. It's Ostrowski and Chris Ranji with you on this Tuesday. We're live on the Bet 1430 in Denver, 105.9 FM, HD2 in Chicago, Chicago's new home for wagertainment, and 93.1 FM, HD3 in Los Angeles. You could watch the video on the Audio Sports, Odyssey Sports YouTube page and download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast. So I mentioned, Ranji, that we might need to dial it back a little bit, but we've got 15 games, and uh, kind of looking it over, there's 11 games I'm interested in. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you going to do it? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk through these games, and then uh, we'll, right. see where, we'll see where we're at. It's going to take a little bit longer because we've got 15 games, which is terrific. Everyone involved today on this Tuesday, and let's uh, look at the top half of the slate. How about we start with Washington and Toronto? How about that matchup? There's Max Scherzer on the bump going up against Trent Thornton. And I, for one, was very surprised to see that Max Scherzer isn't that much of a favorite today. Were you, were you, Ranji? I'm taking, here, let me pull this up now. Um, okay, minus, yeah, it's heading down now. Minus 116, Washington favorites. Toronto plus 108, a total of eight and a half. I know Thornton has looked really good this year, but he's had a total of one start so far. Yeah, the Blue Jays were at plus 122 last night, so late last night, and that number I really liked. I don't think I like plus 108 as much. I don't think there's as much value in it, but you're right. I'm a little surprised that Scherzer isn't a a better favorite than he is. Both mm -hmm. guys right now, as you mentioned, pitching well. Uh, 1.8 ERAs for both of them. Scherzer is Scherzer, though, so we know that's true. You don't know exactly what you're going to get out of Thornton um, tonight or whatever. But Washington is not very good against right-handed pitching, which is why that plus 122 was so attractive. I think I still 
might be willing to to take that 108 as the underdog on the money line today just because i i think there's a little bit of value again not as much as what what there was last night because the line moved but i still feel pretty confident in that so thornton yeah he's like i mentioned he's looked strong it's not just one start he's appeared in six games a 186 era yeah. a 278 fip however you know, his, if you look at his career, we're talking about a five X fit. So it's all turned around as quickly. Now you're going up against Scherzer. Why, why is this moving down is my question. Well, I, I would think there'd be money backing Scherzer. It, maybe it, I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with the fact that Jays are probably, but, but this has been known. The Jays are having a bullpen day today. So maybe there's some uncertainty there when it, when it comes to them. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know if that would scare me away enough. Again, I wish the number was back to where it was last night. It's not, that's how things go. Um, but I still feel fairly confident in the plus one Oh eight. It's not my favorite play of the day, but I, I think that I would be more than comfortable going down that path. Okay. So that's the way you would lean Cubs Braves, man. So it was a higher scoring game last night, game one of the series and Atlanta takes it. Now we've got Ian Anderson for the Braves and Trevor Williams going for the Cubs. The total is at eight and a half, and we have Atlanta minus 167 favorites, Cubs plus 153 dogs over at points bet. Uh, Trevor Williams' numbers on the year, his FIP is much better than his ERA, a 3-3-5 FIP off to a nice start. And then conversely for Anderson, his FIP is – one run higher than his ERA, ground ball pitcher. He's an impressive rookie. Uh, I don't think he's met those expectations yet in the first uh, handful of starts of the 2021 season. I'm leaning Cubs as a plus 153 underdog. I think you're getting some value in Trevor Williams. And, and it's weird to say this about a rookie, but it it just feels like there's a lot of there's already name value in Ian Anderson because the expectations are so high. You are playing this exactly the way I like it. And for the exact same reasons, because of the fit for Trevor Williams, the plus 153 is a ton of value on the money line for the Cubs, who I think people are very willing to just write them off easily this year because of the amount of struggles. But we all know, Joe, as much offensive trouble as they have had at the start of the season, save for a couple of games at the end of last week, that's a team that could explode for a bunch of runs at any time. And you, you never really know when it's going to happen. But I could see it happening against Anderson. Williams, as you mentioned, he does look really good. There's only one guy in that lineup for Atlanta that's been difficult for him, and that's Marcelo Zuna with a, an OPS close to 900. Everybody else has struggled against him. So um, I, I like taking the Cubs. I think there's a pretty good deal of value here at plus 153 is the underdog. All right, good. I like that. We're both uh, looking to the underdog. And how about another game uh, that I'm looking at the dog in? We got the Red Sox at the Mets. This is going to be fun. Garrett Richards on the bump for Boston. Southpaw, David Peterson for the Mets. And by the way, Ranj, I don't mm-hmm. know if you're the same, but every time I look at the probable pitchers and the Mets have Peterson going, I can't help but think about Drew Peterson. When I see D. Peterson, do you do the same thing? <sighs> Oh, the cop. Every that, time I see, alleged, DP, yeah, the bad allegedly killed all of his wives and girlfriends or whatever yes. he did. Yeah, is, is he from Bolingbrook, right? I think was it, it was Bolingbrook, Bolingbrook, yeah. Illinois. Yeah, I mean, it became a national phenomenon. Too. Oh yeah, not People, just locally. 
Yeah, what a he's scumbag. going on at all the TV and radio shows. Like he's making yeah, trying... he loved being a celebrity for. A yes, few weeks. he did. He was a detective. <laughs> that's right. Um, I no, I did not think that, Joe. Um, okay. I don't know. Maybe Kyle Shanahan is putting death into your mind. <laughs> maybe that's why you're thinking of it. Um, no, I I did not think that at all. But he doesn't look good whatsoever. He's been really bad so far this year at a six seven five ERA. So yeah. Um, why are the Mets minus 145 favorites? That's my big question here. I don't know. Uh, they were 118 last night, so Ooh. they're an even higher favorite now. Um, I, I like Boston 133 here, and, and here's why. Because they are just killing left-handed pitching this year. They've been one of the best teams in the American League at doing that. The only thing that scares me about the game today uh, for them is Richards starting He's got a pretty yeah. inflated ERA, and he walks way too many people. He's got more walks than strikeouts this year. So that's the only thing that scares me away, but there's value in the plus 133, and I think the Red Sox might score enough that you won't have to worry about whatever he does on the mound. My guess on why there's money backing the Mets is because Peterson has a much lower FIP, then his ERA, 6.75 ERA, a 4.44 FIP. And he has a very high strikeout rate, much higher than Richards. Uh, Peterson's K rate is 31%. Uh, Richards is at about 15%. But I agree with you what, you, what you point out about Boston against lefties. They're third in slugging. They're fifth in average, six in OPS, six in weighted run creates plus. Um, the other thing is they don't strike out against lefties. They have the second lowest strikeout rate in all of baseball. So I'm going to take a shot with the underdog in Boston. Yeah, and I think that's a really good play. Um, Boston has has been one of those teams in the AL. The White Sox are the other that have just absolutely dominated left-handed pitching, which mm-hmm. is which has helped you know get them where they are. And a huge the Red Sox generally have just not struck out a ton this year. They've been a they've been a really good steady offensive team and. It, it's because of that offense. That's one of the reasons that they've played the way they have. Surprisingly, I didn't think they were going to be this good and maybe they won't be by the time we get to the middle of the summer, but so far everything looks right for them. Yeah. Um, Philly St. Louis. Let's talk about that one. It's basically a pick them. That's what the, the, the odds will tell you now. And for Philadelphia, it's Zach Eflin going off mm-hmm. to a really strong start. A sub three ERA, FIP just a little over three, going up against uh, Carlos Martinez here. Martinez has had success in his career against the Phillies. And, you know, Eflin doesn't have the highest strikeout rate. And, and Martinez, he's better than how he's looked so far. It's a six ERA, but his FIP is closer to four. Uh, what do you think about the Cardinals here or no play? Uh, this one, I'm not really confident in, to be honest with you. Uh, but if I was, if I was going to do anything and I, I know you hate it, I I would take Eflin with the win for today. Really? Yeah. Just because he's, he's pitched deep into all of his games. He's gone six or seven. I could see him having a good day against St. Louis today with a Mm -hmm. 2.77 ERA. The only thing that makes me nervous about this game is Carlos Martinez because I think he's a little bit better than what his numbers are, but there's also been for the last several years questions about whether or not he's, I don't want to say done, but if he's ever going to be anything like what he was when he was really Cy Young candidate, Carlos Martinez, there were times where he was just absolutely unhittable. 
but he hasn't been that dude for a very long time. Um, but he can also on any given day, he could just have a dominant performance and it makes you go, okay, Carlos, there you are. There it is. That's what, that's what we've all been waiting for. We've been waiting for you to do this, but then he'll respond with another bad outing or two or three. So he's there. There's so much uncertainty in Martinez, but there's always that pot. It, it's like a guy who has 35, 40 home runs, but hits 200. You know, like he could always run into one. There's always that day where you feel like he could hit a couple of bombs, even though he strikes out 200 times a season. That's Carlos Martinez right now as a pitcher. So I still lean Phillies. And if you want to get, uh, you want to get frisky, Joe, uh-huh. Eflin to get the win at plus 140. Plus 140. Okay. You might as well I... live dangerously today after what you did yesterday. <laughs> it's lined correctly. It's a pick em. Yeah. I mean, it does feel yeah. like this one is a, is a complete coin flip. So I, I want to get your thoughts on Miami-Milwaukee. Uh, we know the Marlins took care of the Brewers last night. It's lefty Daniel Castano going for Miami, going up against Adrian Hauser, ground ball pitcher for the Brewers. The Castano strikeout prop is three and a half, and Milwaukee loves to strike out against lefties a 32% strikeout rate. I want to bet Castano over, but I just can't because the man can't strike anyone out. I know. But man, is that three and a half enticing. I know. That's why I didn't really want to touch the strikeout props in this game. I just like the money line underdog for them, uh, for Miami. Yeah, I, I, I tend to do that a lot, but I like the plus 148 for them to win um, against Milwaukee. He does walk a lot of guys, Castano does. He's had, let's see, well, he's he's got four walks to a couple of strikeouts, which is, yeah. and then that's in 10 innings of work, at least till this point. Um, and Milwaukee does not really do a good job of hitting for average against uh, lefties. So maybe there's a slight advantage there when it comes to Miami. So mm-hmm. maybe take that plus 148. I feel I feel okay about that one. Yeah, I'm, there's value in it. The NL East is so weird. Miami is the it only is. team that has a positive run differential. And right they're now. all bunched up. And, yep. and I, I feel like it's going to be this way for at least another couple of months. Did you have anything? There are three earlier games that we are. No, I think there's four we haven't hit on. Minnesota, Cleveland, KC, Pittsburgh, Yankees, O's, Oakland, Tampa Bay. Any of those that you have something on? Let's see. The A's and Rays. Did you mention them? Did not. Uh, you know what? Let's let's stay away from that. Let, let's let's go to um, let's go to this Kansas Cleveland City? game. Let, let's okay. go to the Cleveland Twins game. I, I don't feel that strongly about it, except that for min. Except well, hold on. Except for that Minnesota and uh, they, they've got uh, Sano's out. He's not going to play today. Byron Buxton's dealing with some stuff, so he's day to day. Maybe Cleveland plus one hundred on the money line. That that might be my only play of the games you mentioned. Twins have lost 12 of 14. Yeah. 12 of 14. Might want and to take is, a look at is yeah. a, what, a six-plus ERA? Yeah, and he's had some success against the Indians, but it's tough to trust right yeah. now. We're going to go over the rest of today's MLB card next. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, maybe it's just rousing and sweat. You know, there's nothing illegal about that. as high as it was far and look how fired up kb is yeah he rarely shows emotion but my goodness what a big swing in the back completely turning the narrative of this ball game it's betql daily with joe ostrowski on the betql audio network i can't wait till the cubs make the wrong decision and trade away chris bryant and decide to keep javi Baez <laughs> for the long term it's such a Stupid narrative going on. We'll see what they end up doing. Download the BetQL app today and use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps you beat the sports books. BetQL assists sports bettors of all types from the first time bettors to hardcore. Make more informed betting decisions using data and analytics. Promo code daily, 20% off any subscription. It's Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranchi with you on BetQL Daily. Going over this 15-game card in Major League Baseball and Ranchi kind of lied. Uh, I... Quick notes on a couple other early games that I'm kind of interested in. Okay. Uh, the Royals and Pittsburgh Pirates are a pick them. KC has won five games in a row. Uh, KC does not strike out against left handers. Second lowest strikeout rate in all of baseball. And they're going up against lefty Tyler Anderson. And they've got Jacob Junis, a sub three fifth this year. Feels like um, there's a Royals discount going on here on a pick them. Uh, that's a pretty good play. Um, I, I really like Junis over three and a half strikeouts. The only thing I don't like is it's at minus one fifty. I, I would prefer for that number to be a little bit lower. So I, I don't know if I'm going to make a play on it, but, uh, I do think you're looking at at least a four strikeout game from him. Probably. I mean, he's, let's see, he struck out six, six and three in his last three starts, if I remember correctly. Um, so maybe you're feeling a little adventurous, do that. But I think you're, you're what you said is probably a better play just to go straight up uh, with them for the, um, you know, for the pick today. I lean on KC and then maybe I'm playing with fire here, but I, I just can't get away from Corey Kluber being a minus 174 favorite. To I know. go to back the O's back to back days against the Yankees, even though the Yanks offense is terrible right now. I boy, I that's that's a lot of respect, man. And I don't have it for him today. No. This is this is a game that I really like the money line for the underdog. I really like the Orioles at plus one fifty nine. I hope that hasn't moved in the still last there. Uh, it's still, it's still there. there. Plus one fifty nine. Kluber is walking everybody. He's walking way too many. Um, and the Yankees, by the way, are one of the worst teams in the American League 
against right-handed pitching. And Zimmerman has not been terrible today by this season by any means at a four five seven. Um, so a money line underdog Baltimore plus one fifty nine ton of value in that game. Uh, and I am I am very confident in taking that one, and I will be today. All right, Bruce Zimmerman. Not bad at all. I mean, oh, the Yankees man. are Kluber's. They're they're a mess. I, I I'm not a hundred percent sure that Kluber's okay. Zimmerman's a lefty, by the way. What did I say? You said righty. That, that, oh, against right-handed pitching. Yeah, Is yeah. that what I said? They're well, just the bad in general, though. They're they're, yeah, they're, they're bad stinks. offensively overall. Yeah. Yeah. They are. I mean, it's just they have the la- they're dead last in batting average, two oh three. Dude, I, I believe they're last in slugging. And I saw this. Their out rate is 75%. I can't believe. <laughs> what? I can't believe they're slugging as poorly as they are. In that ballpark? Yeah, I know. Doesn't make sense. Uh, moving to tonight. Angels and Rangers. Texas losers of four consecutive games. Did we see a number on this? I did not see this posted. I, I do like a side, but I need the odds uh, to work. Okay. Eh, yeah, we, we have it now. The Angels are minus 151 favorites. Rangers plus 139. It's a total of nine. For some reason, uh, nothing was posted earlier on. Right. Uh, so Quintana's numbers don't look impressive when you look at a nine ERA. But if you take a deeper dive, he has a 299 FIP, a 32% strikeout rate. And the Rangers against lefties. 27th in OPS, 27th in weighted runs creator plus. Fulton Nevich uh, has been bad. He's got a 5.32 ERA, 6.77 FIP. A lot of reasons to take the Angels, but um, trying to figure out how am I going to do that because they're uh, minus 151 favorites. Don't think I'm going to lay that. You know, I think what you're looking at here is a pretty high strikeout game, probably on both ends. And Quintana, you're right. He's been better than what that nine ERA would suggest, but he's also walked about a hitter an inning, a little bit over a hitter an inning, mm-hmm. which is is probably part of the issue with him and probably part of the reason that ERA is inflated. Um, he has yeah, great numbers against Texas, too. Yeah. And they're hitting 109 in his career against them, and, you know, last few years hasn't pitched as much in the American League, obviously. A 191 FIP. The the only thing I would play on, and I don't think they're posted yet. Uh, I mean, I'm looking for them now, and I don't see them. But I want to see strikeout props. Yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, so once those are posted, I I would be interested in making a play there. I'd like to see what cues are for the day. You you'd look at Quintana over. Yeah, depending okay. on where where they have it set. Okay. But as of right now, that hasn't been posted yet. Fulton Evich has been terrible against the Angels too. That's worth yeah. bringing up. Uh, 75 plate appearances. They're hitting 319 against him, and he has a 7.30 FIP. Mm. Yeah, and and they're a pretty heavy underdog here, right? Yeah, they are. I, yeah, I'm not touching I, I just, the Rangers. I'm, I'm not either. I, I I don't like it. The only thing I'm, as I mentioned, I just like the props for this one, but we don't know what those are yet. I might look at the Angels team total of five. Maybe Quintana for a win at plus 110. Maybe. But uh, it's angel side or nothing for me. Usually, when I play a win, it's it's going to be a, a a high number, like a little bit, you know, higher than like a one. Good idea. Like I'm looking yeah. at like one forties, usually one fifties or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you start to see that, and you see a guy who 
typically goes pretty deep into games, like he's going at least five innings every game. I think there's a lot of value in taking a a, a starter to get a win in in a situation like that. I, I think what you're yeah. doing, the plus one ten, I'm I'm not like totally against it, but that makes me a whole lot more nervous. And he's not a workhorse guy, like, right? I, I've bet Scherzer around that number when I wanted to back them, and they were yep. big favorites. So I I went with around plus one hundred. Uh, Seattle, Houston. Uh, anybody notice Christian Navier is the best pitcher in the Astros rotation, and it's not even yeah. close. Like his numbers are disgusting right now. Uh, Houston minus one eighty four favorites. Seattle plus one sixty nine. And the total is eight and a half. So I'm trying to figure out how can I possibly bet on Houston? Because I definitely think they're going to win. Do I really want to go with the run line? Not a big fan of that, but a lot of reasons to back Houston. And and this is another one where I want to see the strikeout props for Javier because Seattle does strike out a considerable amount, um, especially against right-handed pitching. And um, they they don't have that posted yet. That's about the only thing I'm I'm interested in looking at. And Houston, I, I mean, they're they're a heavy favorite today, and I think there's a good reason for that, just because mm-hmm. they have absolutely crushed Marco Gonzalez so far in his career. So yeah. there's no way I'm I'm putting a play on Seattle. I'm more interested in the props or maybe taking the under eight and a half. And I know it sounds counterintuitive that that the Astros hit Gonzalez pretty well. They're, they have an 816 OPS against him, and that's in, in quite a few at-bats. That's in 138 at-bats. So there's a decent amount of history with the Astros hitters against him, but I think all the runs today might happen on the Houston side. So, exactly. So if you go under 8.5, and, and is it still minus 112? No, it's minus 109 now. So I I, I kind of like that. I would... All the reasons you just mentioned, I'm looking at Houston over four and a half runs. Crush Marco Gonzalez, dominate lefties this year. And for some reason, they, they face a ton of lefties. We're talking about 350 plate appearances. Third in batting average, third in weighted runs created plus. I like the Houston side a lot. I don't want to lay that much, but uh, Houston team total over four and a half. I could see him getting to five. And it's it's minus 131 for that, right? Yeah, yep. it, it is juiced up. So yeah, it, it'll probably get to five later on. Am I insane for trying to make yes. a case for the Tigers to take down Giolito today? No, this is the one that remember, oh, remember I told you I had, I had a plus 200 uh, money line that I liked. It's yes. this one. Oh, it is okay. this one. So, uh, okay. So, so he, here are the two things that I'm looking at. It, it's, it's for the Tigers. It's plus 215 money line for the game or for the first five, it's at plus 200. I could go either way on those. Or if I feel really confident, maybe I make a play on both. And I, I don't know if I feel that adventurous, but I could do either or there. The only thing that makes me nervous is the Tigers have a terrible bullpen. So once you get past uh, the starter today, the White Sox would have a pretty good opportunity to, to maybe come back and win. So that 215 money line for the, for the game outright might be... Uh, it might be a little risky, but certainly that that F5 at plus 200, I'm feeling really good about that one I for like Detroit. That. that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, And we know what Giolito is. He's an ace. D- right. Dude's a stud. So if you're trying to make a case for Detroit, like, okay, Urena is at 360 FIP. 
And I it's smaller samples, but I did notice today there's some hitters in this Tigers lineup that have had success against Giolito. Like Jacoby mm-hmm. Jones, four for 14. Jonathan Scope, he's six for 16. Like uh, maybe they can be feisty today. And and there's not a whole lot of history with the Rania and White Sox hitters. With the okay. exception of Adam Eaton, he's one for 14 against him. That's it. I'm not sure how much that means for the offense, but... Um, yeah, I, 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 that's a, that's a pretty good bet for me. If I want to take an underdog today to go with that plus 200, at, at okay. least for the first five innings, San Diego is going to beat Arizona. It's uh it's a matter of how you want to bet it. And the Dodgers are probably going to beat the Reds. Uh, Walker Bueller's strikeout to walk rate is 21 to one so far this year. So the Dodgers are going to bounce back. I expect them to do that against Jeff Hoffman. There's going to be some negative regression coming his way. By the way, Tatis against Merrill Kelly. He's five for 11 with three home runs. (laughs) Good luck. Um, I'd love to bet the whole run prop, but it's only plus 200. So it's not worth it. Wait, the Reds are a plus 200 underdog you're not gonna take that uh, come no. on joe are, do it are you are you telling me to no. go against the dodgers again uh, no i can't i okay. can't all right we'll talk uh, more major league baseball later on up next we shift to the draft eric eager from pro football focus on the betql audio network